The following is a production of Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. You're listening to the Green Over Everything podcast with Jonesy and my man Brown. Brown. Oh boy, here we go live once again. That is Mike Jones. I am John Brown. Welcome to another edition of the Green Over Everything Real Talk Wrap Up. Real Talk. That was that was super ugly. You look at the score. You look at the scoreboard. You see thirteen to seven. That's ugly. That's real ugly. Eagles offense today, ugly. Eagles defense today, not as ugly as the offense, but still ugly. You know, you hold a team to 13 points. The defense, I thought, against a bad Giants team, had a decent show. Mm-hmm. 13, holding an NFL team to 13 points, the defense did the job. You should be able to win that game. Yes. Defense held them. Defense gave them an opportunity to win, I think, also. But, how, however, that game went the way you kind of felt it would in the sense that you got to the fourth quarter, that defense has been holding you in it for this whole time. It's 10 nothing going it's, into the fourth it's quarter. It's 10 nothing, and then the Giants go on that just, just a long run. They hold them to a field goal. Mm-hmm. And just eat up a whole lot of time because that defense is gassed at that point. And, and they give, still held them to a field yeah, goal on that. Yeah, run. that's yeah, the, but the they, defense performed. What the defense performed well. I'm not going to bash the defense today. No, you know, no, I'm not going to bash them. I wish they were able to get off the field a little bit sooner, but it's not like that offense was doing anything with the ball anyway. I feel like honestly, as I was watching this game. There's something that you said to me earlier in this season that has kind of been ringing in my head for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, things I say will do that. Not really, but this first, but this, <laughs> this there, there's one thing, honestly, that, that you have said to me that I, that honestly, I had, when you said it, I had not thought about it like that before. And it's kind of made me just rethink how I've looked at this season. We were talking about, we were giving our assessment of this offense and Jalen Hurts. And you had pretty much alluded to the fact that you thought that the reason why Nick Sirianni and this Eagles coaching staff was throwing the ball so much at the beginning of the season was to see exactly what we had in an arm and as mm-hmm. far as arm talent with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. It's a, it's a, he's a second-round pick. Yes. You've got three first-round picks going into next year. Yes. And you've got a new coaching staff who didn't bring him in. This is the guy they're handed. Yes. So I think they wanted to see what they had, evaluate what mm-hmm. their potential was going forward as much as possible. Yes. I thought – I got the feeling that that was their – their top priority at the beginning of the year. Uh, and, and and honestly, I had not thought about that, but it made a lot of sense. 
And I feel like that that thought kind of crept back into my head as I'm watching the first half. Because I feel like over the last month, you've kind of seen a shift in the offense. Mm-hmm. And the offense has found a groove. Mm-hmm. You know, as this offense has become more and more reliant on the run, establishing the run, which is something we all said they should have been doing from, from jump. But nonetheless, they were doing it more as over the last month. Mm-hmm. But as this game started, that's not exactly what you saw. You saw them throwing the ball. You saw so. them throwing the ball. And, my, and the couple runs they mixed in mm-hmm. were effective. But still, as, but still but, a lot of But passing. there wasn't a lot of it. I saw the same thing. I was I was about to say the same thing. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I was feeling also early in the game. And and I, and I'm thinking to myself. And 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 and, and hear me out cuz cuz I I'm 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 gonna let you speak. Mhm. Because later on in the second half as the second half excuse me as the first half is coming to an end, you see them go back to the run. And what do they do? They move the ball. So to me, it was like, okay, we got the Giants. The Giants are some dookie. Giants are down. Giants fired their offensive coordinator. This week, off a short week, they fired their offensive coordinator. This team is a mess. Hey, I understand that our offense has has gotten has been clicking. But let's, you know, now that this offense has been clicking. Now that our quarterback has some confidence, let's let's see what he can do throwing the rock a little bit more. Let, let's let's come out here and let's throw let, let's toss it around a little bit and let's see if he's in a better place than he was at the beginning of the season. And what did we find out? He's not. And the thing was as you saw them at the end, you know, the the interception aside. The interception mm-hmm. was bad, but put the interception aside. What did you see them do? They got back to the run. What did they do? They marched the ball down the field. Uh, Giants punt the ball, pin uh, the Eagles back to their uh, at their eight yard. One, one quick thought, because I'm going to let you finish, but mm-hmm. I want to make sure we're clear about something. It's not that they were running the ball. The Giants showed zero ability to stop the run. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, they're five, six yards a pop consistently. Mm-hmm. All right, carry on. They're running the ball. Giants are not stopping them. You pin, the Eagles were pinned back at their two-yard line. They marched the ball downfield, 92 yards, moving, getting big chunks of yards. They couldn't stop Jalen Hurts. You know, I I thought they kind of start they they kind of showed a little bit of a blueprint of how you might be able to to slow him down because they was pounding him on those RPOs every time he gave the rock up on those RPOs. They made sure somebody put a body on uh on on Jalen Hurts, which is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, he dusted himself off, and he was gouging them for big runs. Miles Sanders had a good, couple good runs. Boston Scott had a couple of good runs. 
it didn't matter who the running back was. You they were going to get it. your five yard, yes. five plus yards per carry. That's just how it was working. So you cool. have a, you have a goon offensive line. Like you, you have beast on your offensive line. Like these guys are running around talk, trying to figure out which apply, which appliance to compare each other to because they're so big. Yes. Like the. I was watching the game. I'm mm-hmm. watching the first half of this game. Yep. And and honestly, even into the second and third quarter, I was starting to feel validated, which which made me more upset because I was at a point where I was cuz early on, you could see Hurts was not in rhythm this game. Mm-hmm. Early on, you could see that the run was being affected. But they weren't running enough. You have a quarterback who's not in rhythm, a run game that's working, run the ball. By the time he got to mm-hmm. throwing his third interception late in the game, yep. I, was, I wasn't mad at Hurts. I was mad at Sirianni yeah. because what I was saying at that point, watching that game, was that, and I want to say this clearly, I literally did not want to see Jalen Hurts throw the ball again at all unless he literally unless they forced you to because the way the run was working you ran the ball five six times in a row and got four five six eight yard chunks the runs were there the runs were there like there was literally no reason to do anything other than run you're down by one score and they're giving you no resistance why put the ball in the air with a quarterback who's struggling I don't care. I, 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 what scared me, um, what scared me aside from anything else was you're sitting here and you don't want, you, you and I, we, we, we try not to fall into the, to the narratives. You know, we're fans, mm-hmm. but we, tr- but we, Give an effort not to fall into fan speak. But the team had been playing better. They had won two games in a row. You're looking at their schedule. You're looking at the standings. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was too early to get into the yeah, playoff. I, jo- I jokingly tried to bait yeah. you into the playoff yeah. conversation. Yeah. And you rightfully said, nope, too early. Too early. And I... But, and I agreed, even though the standing suggested it was a possibility. Mm-hmm. It's, but we I, needed I, to see more before we started I, talking I, about that. I think that. It, it, it's too early. It was too early to talk playoffs, but I think it was the right time. They This team had been playing well enough to start making some expectations. With, especially with the way the schedule was setting with up the over schedule, the last the way, of the season. The way they had played over the last month. I don't think you're not getting ahead of yourself expecting to beat a team like New York. Mm-hmm. There's nothing would... wrong with going into this game expecting to beat a team like this. And there's something that, you know, and, and as you and I have discussed on this show and on the Jonesy and Brown podcast, you know, the first, the very first mark of an improving team is beating bad teams. Before, and for the most part, they've done that. Yes, for the most part, they have done that. They've beaten, they've beaten 
the Atlanta Falcons. They're bad. They beat the Lions. Look, the Lions. They're bad. They beat Carolina. They're really bad. Mm-hmm. They beat the banged-up Saints. The, they beat the banged-up Saints. Mm-hmm. They have beaten bad teams. The Giants are a bad team, and they came out and they laid an egg on offense. Now you, but, but the one thing that bothers me because you're right, they laid an egg. Mm-hmm. Is as bad as the passing game was. Mm-hmm. If you don't get away from the run early, I think that game ends up different. I feel like they got this was Nick Sirianni getting too pretty. Mm-hmm. This was Nick Sirianni smelling himself a little bit. You know, I, I feel like this would, like, you, we know what works for this team. We know what works for this team. Mm-hmm. And for once, this was the game where you needed them to do what works and pound this team into submission. This was the game. This needed to be the game where they stat. Where it's like this is. I understand. You still need to. There's the jury is still out on Jalen Hurts, the passer. There's still stuff that we need to see. To me, I feel like Jalen Hurts, with through the ups and the downs, has earned the right to be the quarterback of right now. I think he's. Let me ask you a question, though. As you say that, Mm -hmm. because over the last couple weeks, you were starting to hear all the talk that he at least deserves next year based on what he's done. Mm -hmm. But the question is seeing as how much of recent success has been based on the running game and early in the year, and now with today's attempt to try to loosen the reins again a little bit and give him a little more responsibility Mm. throwing the ball. You see his worst performance as a passer in an Eagles jersey. Are we still at a position where we feel like he's earned next year or do we need to see more to to make that decision? I think right now I will say that do through the ups and the downs, and there have been some, mm-hmm. and this was a, a, a pretty down, down. Mm-hmm. I don't think that Jalen Hurts has paid, played bad enough to not be the starting quarterback next year. Has and, he played well enough to go into next year planning for him to be your starting quarterback? I would say, I would say yes, but I think, on, I think, because, and and let me let me add, you know, one of your favorite words. Let me add a little nuance to this conversation. Because I feel like it would be one thing if there was a college quarterback right now who's just ripping it up. If you're watching a guy Saturday after Saturday just tear up college football and you're saying, hey, that's a guy that could help this team. If there was a clear, you know, mm-hmm. if uh, just for conversation's sake, if there was a Trevor Lawrence or a Joe Burrow or, you know, a, a quarterback like that who is in college right now, 
I think that would change things. Or if this, if this was a situation where you could clear clearly say, hey, this, this team is a quarterback away from contention. Whereas if you packed up a couple of those first-round picks, if you made a package for some picks, you could get an established quarterback to come in, and that would put this team over the top. But that's not the case either. Let me ask you, are you sure? Yes. Because let me ask you, because let's, be, let's, let's think about this. Mm-hmm. NFL, okay. is the, NFL is the sport where you see a team go from worst to first in the fastest. That, that is true. You've got – the number one piece you need in an offensive line. Mm-hmm. By this time next year, Devontae Smith is on pace to be a true number one. He's mm-hmm. he's good. He's very he's good. good yes, yes. So you figure about with another full offseason, with an actual full offseason, because even this was a shortened offseason mm-hmm. coming into this year, with a full offseason, another year of NFL weight room and such, mm-hmm. you expect him to, take, to keep progressing. Mm-hmm. Quez Watkins can develop. Mm-hmm. You you have Goddard. You've shown the ability to run with whoever's in your backfield, as long as they're competent. Mm-hmm. Your defense has taken some strides, and you're going to have a lot of cap room opening up. Mm-hmm. You've got three first-round picks, a second-round pick, a lot of assets. This team could be very good very fast. Team could be. But you need a quarterback for that. You need a quarterback for that, but I still think there are, I mean, there are still some holes. I think you got right now, this 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 wide receiver core, yes, you got Devontae Smith at the top of this uh, wide receiver core. Mm-hmm. You watch Jalen Rager be Jalen Rager today. Let's not get to him yet. No, 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 no. I want to save some time for him. Oh, no, no, no. Look. I got plenty. I want to save some time. I got plenty for him later on. I got plenty. I got plenty mm-hmm. for him. But what I'm saying is, you know, you know, on there are a lot of th- there are a lot of pluses on the surface. But I think, as you know, as we talked about with the whole, the, the whole that's the whole nuance of this conversation, where it's like, yeah, you know what, you that is a good offensive line. But you've also seen this offensive line get banged up at times. And you've seen how how far it falls off once you get past it. I think, you know, it's like we... The, Howie Roseman has had some hits. He has not been completely inept as a general manager. Mm-hmm. However, there have been some misses. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and every team has some misses. Yeah, every team does. But we talk about we talking about our team right now. Mm-hmm. I believe that I I would rather go into this off season using their draft capital for pieces that can that have an immediate impact. You know, and I say it ad nauseum into this microphone. Mm-hmm. that your first round and possibly your second round picks need to be week one starters. All right, so let's, let's look at it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got three first round picks and a second round pick, mm-hmm. which 
we assume will be top half of the second round mm-hmm. at this point. Knowing that, now, you get your ideal draft board, whoever you want. What positions are you looking to address with those four early picks? Four early picks, I'm looking for at least a safety. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for a linebacker. Mm-hmm. Possibly a either a defensive tackle or a defensive end. Mm-hmm. Because I... I feel like unfortunate. I feel like, fortunately, they're going to move on from Derek Barnett this off season. Unfortunately, I think they're going to move on from Fletcher Cox this off season. Mm-hmm. Possibly that second. What that second tight end? You know, this has always been a team that has had for the last twenty years has had two top-tier tight ends, a 1 and a 1A. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you only get four positions here. Yeah. I, I, is I, that four? I want four. Is that four? Did I did I get four? So, Was that three or four? So we're looking at safety, linebacker, D-lineman, and tight end. possibly a tight end. Yeah. Okay, that's four. Okay. All right. That's My four. bad. No, no, I, I, was, I wasn't trying to cheat. Mm-hmm. I know you can't. I know you can't draft two players with one pick. So that, that that's a heavy investment in defense. Yes. Now, let's let's say you're able to bring in a big body defensive tackle in the draft that able that's able to anchor the middle of that three four defense that mm-hmm. Gannon likes to run. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're able to bring in a three four style outside linebacker edge rusher type. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're able to bring in a top notch safety. And I'll even give you that fourth pick as you want a tight end. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that that second tight end as an impact player. You're able to pretty much, and then with the with the free agent with the cap room you have, you could fill out your roster with yeah. some solid vets. Get yourself a, get your, get yourself a veteran wide receiver to mm-hmm. play off Devonte Smith. Maybe get you you know maybe get your uh, another just another uh, a body mm-hmm. for that offensive line. Mm-hmm. You know, just somebody to play behind, play behind what you got. You know, I'm not sure. You know, just because I don't know right off the bat, uh, Brandon Brooks's uh, contract situation. Mm-hmm. But so but I, Driscoll, Driscoll, when he's out there, has mm-hmm. played well at that right guard spot. He's another big body guy who mm-hmm. gets off in the running game and balls people. Yeah. And, and 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 what what was what's funny is you look at this. Why you look at this. Uh, you look at that offensive that that starting lineup. Mm-hmm. That's all draft picks. That's all Eagles draft picks. They drafted mm-hmm. that whole starting lineup. Mm-hmm. So it's like as you're going back and forth to what what you do with Howie Roseman. But and see, but there here's where my question lies, though, as we're looking at this lineup with all these draft picks and guys that could actually be functional starters mm-hmm. and such. Yep, yep, yep. You, yep. you fill it out with a couple of vets. You're looking at a team that 
is going to underachieve because their quarterback limits them down. I, I guess to... Or do you still believe in Hertz's arm ability to develop his arm enough to be able to make it work? I guess it it depends on how you and I I'll, I'll use this as to shift this this conversation back to you. Mm-hmm. Where exactly you blame or how much blame do you place on Hertz's arm strength? or hurts his ability and we'll use we'll say ability and that will encompass and include arm strength versus Sirianni's play calling is has the problem is the problem hurts or is the problem Sirianni's play calling I think there has to I think it's fair to say both Mm -hmm. because, yeah, Sirianni's play calling has not been the best, Mm -hmm. but we also have to realize that it's a real thing when, as an offensive play caller, you can't get get to everything you want Mm -hmm. because your quarterback can't make every throw, and the throws he can make, he doesn't make consistently enough. Mm -hmm. So, So... That'll put a real damper on. Oh, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson has a cannon. Don't tell me Russell Wilson doesn't have a strong arm. Have you ever watched Russell Wilson throw the deep ball? <laughs> I just do that. I, I just wanted to put that one out there for you, bro. My man Sonny said Russell Wilson doesn't have a strong arm, and he's a Super Bowl champion. Oh, that's the one thing Russ does have is arm mm-hmm. talent. He's a, he's got and he's a baseball guy. Same with Kyler Murray. They both have more arm talent than Jalen mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. Let's be honest. Jalen Hurts, going back to even his college days, with four first-round wide receivers, got benched for two, who was a better thrower of the football, and two was not that special. So, so, so we have a guy who has a track record of having limited arm talent. Okay, so then, then that poses the question that you you asked me what I would do. Mm-hmm. I told you what I would what I would do with the draft because I feel like there's not a quarterback out there that I believe you can draft that that would necessarily be an upgrade. And I'm not quite sure if there's a quarterback that you can trade for that won't compromise your draft ability to make this team better because this team still needs to get better. So I'm asking you, what would you do? Well, I agree. The idea of trading for a quarter for a veteran quarterback has its drawbacks. One, there's the salary of dra- veteran quarterbacks going to command. And two, you're giving up draft capital that you, that is very valuable to do. That being said, I am not as quick as you to rule out the idea that there's maybe a quarterback in this draft who can succeed at the next level. I I can't personally say I've watched enough tape to rule 
But there are some guys that at this point are interested. Mm-hmm. So it's way too soon for me to rule out the quarterback, the idea, especially of drafting a quarterback well, if well, the right guy is there. Well, I'm going a, I'm, I'm to a be honest. And, and here's the thing, and, and this is because I can, I can go back to history. You know, I, there are enough receipts, whether it be on Facebook or Twitter. I, I was against trading up to get Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. I was content going into that season with Sam Bradford. And as silly as that sounds now, I was the one I got in front of this mic week after week was like, we don't need Carson Wentz. We have Sam Bradford. Just draft Zeke and we'll be good. Mm-hmm. Like we got this draft pick. Ezekiel Elliott is right there. He'll be there when we pick. You know, so, but, so, so to sit here now, like I can, I, I, I have no problem sitting here in November saying, you know what? There's nobody in the draft that I want. There's nobody in college that I want. And then after, as you and I start doing more draft shows, we'll bring in Emery Hunt. We'll bring in other people who, who watch the, you know, who watch these guys for a living and I can be sold. You know, I can. I can easily be sold. Someone wants to come in here and say, hey, you know what? Eagles should take a look at, you know, this guy at this university. I understand he didn't do X, Y, and Z, but you put him in this system, he'll be all right. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you right now, on November 28th, I'm looking at college football, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, bro, I'm good. I don't okay. mind going. I, I I don't mind going in in the next season with Jalen Hurts. I feel like there are big. I feel like there are bigger issues to fix going into next season than Jalen Hurts. But I I think you have the ability to fix those other issues. I don't think the other issues are honestly going into this season. I thought the other issues on this team were worse than they are. Like what? what? Like seen, what? Like what are you talking about? Give me an example. I okay. For example, I was pretty concerned with where the all right, what what the offensive line was going to look like. Mm-hmm. But at this point, I'm quite comfortable with what the future of the offensive line looks like. Mm-hmm. The defensive line. There's going to be some turnover there. We we know that. There's going to be some changes on the defensive line. Yeah. We knew that. Well, that one is what it is. Mm-hmm. There there's talent there, but we we're going to need some different talent. Yeah. Um, linebacking core. Dave, I'm pleasantly surprised with Davion Taylor's development prior to the knee sprain, but mm-hmm. he's actually been looking like a football player. Mm-hmm. As has T.J. Edwards, who whose physicals and measurables might not be the best, but he makes he makes good football plays. Mm-hmm. So the secondary has played Maddox now being back as a slot corner, the nickel corner mm-hmm. is looking like he's worth his contract. Mm-hmm. Slay, 
Looks like he's got plenty left in the tank. Um, Steven Nelson has played, has been serviceable on that. So for the first time in a long time, we're not sitting here screaming, you need to draft a corner in the first round. Yeah. Okay. So you can, you can invest in a safety to kind of f- finish your secondary. You can invest in linebacker in that D line mm-hmm. that you need. Yeah. I, I just like, and then I'm sorry, go ahead. Here, here, so. and then here's the other thing I'm considering. Like, for example, take, take, the I would think it was the third interception today, mm-hmm. the deep shot where it, it looked like it was double coverage and it got picked. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really double coverage. The receiver had a step over the top, and if the ball gets thrown earlier or gets thrown out further, the receiver just keeps running and drops in the basket. Mm-hmm. But but because the quarterback who has who was it has to throw with his full body, is unable to get the ball all the way out, it ends up being a situation where the safety is able to come over and make the interception. No, you're right. Like, Well, I'll, I'll put it to you like this. And these, and these are things where I say, like, with a more capable passer mm-hmm. at, at the helm, guys like Watkins and even Rager, would look better because you'd be more able to take advantage of their best attribute, which is their speed. Mm-hmm. Well, I, w- I will put it to you like this, and I'll throw this out there because I, I usually, when I watch the Eagles usually on Sunday, I watch the Eagles with my dad. Mm-hmm. And he had asked the question, and basically it said, you know, how come you don't see enough passes where we're hitting receivers in stride? We don't see that in the offense anymore. We don't see that as much. And I, you know, I just put it out there. You know, we probably have not seen that since the previous quarterback. You know, and and and, and he didn't do it as much as much as we wanted to. Or we, yeah, he didn't do it as much as we wanted him to. But he did it more than mm-hmm. more than the current quarterback. And 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 trust me, this is not. I, I'm I'm not one of those. We should never have gotten rid of Wentz. Guys, no, um, that, that's not the conversation we're having you know, at all. Yeah, that's that that that's that's not me. You know, a change, yeah. a change needed to be made. A change was made. Yeah, the situation was what it was at that yeah, point. It's it, it's over. So, He's where he is. We're where we are. We're moving on. And yeah, and, yeah. and 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 honestly, I I feel like like with hurts as as bad as today was. And it, it, it was bad. I'm still... It hasn't been, hey, man, get him out of here bad. It's, I don't know if he's the guy. You know, it, it he it's, I don't know if he's the guy bad, but it hasn't been, get him up out of here bad. And this was, and... Maybe I was just waiting for one more interception, <laughs> but you know that that that's what it is. But he wasn't the only one who stunk it up. Now's the time we can talk about your boy, Mister Rager. All right, yeah. Now, now I think we've been through enough. We, let's get to him mm-hmm. because. Shh. 
what we're seeing, absolutely. And I'm going to say something you're not going to like to hear. Uh Uh-oh, okay. What I'm seeing from Rager at this point is very, 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 very Nelson Aguilar-ish. Okay, go ahead. Drafted first round, Mm -hmm. probably shouldn't have been. Probably should have been a second or third round pick who's put in a situation where he's given a chance to develop without the expectations of being a top number one receiver. Mm-hmm. You come in, you give in those expectations, and that's not who you are. Fair or not, that's literally just not who you are. You're talented, but you're not that guy. Mm-hmm. But you're expected to be that guy, and now your confidence is shot. Because you were expected to be that guy. You were drafted to be that guy. You were hyped up to be that guy. And you couldn't be that guy. So now your confidence is shot. On top of that, you now, last year, had a quarterback who was in the throes of a mental situation, whatever that was. And the transition out of that, who has a quarterback, who has a winning mentality, much better attitude than what you were dealing with this last year. But what he doesn't have is the ability to take care, take advantage of your best attribute. The two ways you take advantage of speed are being able to throw the deep ball and stretch the field by throwing, by throwing passive defense mm-hmm. or on the short routes, you hit guys in stride, which is what we were just saying. We haven't seen much of. What your father was asking you, why haven't you seen much of that? So you combine a guy who was probably a little overdrafted and is going to be dealing with issues of expectations of guys like Justin Jefferson being drafted right behind him. Same same way uh, Aguilar had to deal with DK Metcalf talk. mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it's like the perfect storm where it's I I'm not all the way out on Jalen Rager yet. Mm-hmm. I he's not a number one guy. Mm-hmm. I do believe with with a quarterback who's if you had a highly accurate quarterback, uh, let's just go to the extreme for a second. If Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers is throwing the ball, if Patrick Mahomes is throwing the ball and leading you right in stride all the time consistently mm-hmm. Ag- a-, a guy who can actually throw a receiver open because I think Aguilar looks a lot better in a receiving core with Devontae Smith and possibly a veteran that you might bring in next year and Quez out there I think it I think he can a- absolutely contribute and, and probably I mean, we've seen the same thing happened with Nelson Aguilar with that one year where his confidence was up. Mm-hmm. He was a real contributor. And so for Rager's sake, I hope he is able to deal with those confidence issues and get past it before it's too late. Yeah. Because as a first-round pick only in his second season, 
he's back next year. It's not like he's going to get cut. Mm-hmm. So you, you know he's here next year, and you're unlikely to dr- invest another high draft pick in a receiver. Mm-hmm. So he's going to have every opportunity to be in the rotation next year. Yeah. I think with a with yeah a quarterback with a with a better arm would allow us to take advantage of these these guys a lot better. So so you, the problem is the for you the problem is the quarterback. On offense, the quarterback greatly limits what you can do. Mm-hmm. So are so you now say you're not out on Jalen Rager. Are you out on Jalen Hurts? I'm in the quarterback market. Mm-hmm. I'll say it that way. Hurts has shown me enough where I'm not sitting here saying he's a bum, he's got to go now. Mm-hmm. But if there's a player in the draft that I decide I like once we go through the process and evaluate guys, mm-hmm. Hurts is not locked into the job. Yeah. I'll ta- if I, mm-hmm. So there's a quarterback I like in the draft, I'll take him. Okay. Is there if, now for you? There has is, there been a quarterback you've seen so far in college football? I, I, I've said no. I'm asking you: Are you of a different opinion? There, I don't want to say I've. There's some. Okay, my college football guys have given me some names to look at of guys that I think that they think can really be good at the next level. Mm-hmm. Personally, I haven't done enough research to mm-hmm. make a to make a decision yet. Fair so enough. this is why I'm saying. I'm still in the quarterback market. I'm going to do my re- – but I – Jalen Hurts has not shown me enough to say he's my guy next year. What? Not even say he's the franchise guy. He hasn't mm-hmm. shown me enough to say I'm locked into him next year. Okay. Okay. If the, if the, so if the right opportunity presents itself, like if I can – if I could trade for a veteran quarterback and only use one of my first rounders – Mm-hmm. I'm probably in on it. I, yeah, I'm probably in on the deal that only that only adds one of my next year first rounders. Okay. And I throw in some future picks or something like that. That's a deal I would look, look heavily into. Okay. All right. So as, as we pivot a little bit, look forward to next week. You got the Jets on on the schedule. Well, before we before we go mm-hmm. into the Jets. You know, final thoughts on on this week. How much of this are you willing to say this this was just one of them, this was just a crappy game? This team can bounce not, back. Can the team bounce back? Yes, because the team should have won this game. Yes, as as much as because I and I said this earlier, as much as you just heard me talk about Hertz's limitations and mm-hmm. flaws and how I'm not sold on him. They should have won this game in spite of him had the coaching staff committed to the run the way they are capable were capable of doing. The running game, like like we said, the Giants' defense showed little to no resistance to the run. Mm-hmm. We sh- so I do not know any viable excuse why the Eagles did not win this game other than the coach decided to go away that wasn't effective. Okay. 
So that and, that, and, and that's including Hertz. I mean, Hertz's bad play. That's including Rager's drops. Yeah, but that's inclu- well, that's including Boston Scott's fumble. All of it. Mm-hmm. Because I, I guess as bad as Hertz played, I think he he made enough plays to give them a shot at winning. Honestly, I'm not even worried about that. I'm not even thinking about it that way. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about as bad as Hurts played, as the the run game was just as effective. Mm-hmm. You know how we were ta- we we were saying we felt like they didn't stick with the run as much as they should have, mm-hmm. especially in the first half. Mm-hmm. That being said, the Eagles still had 208 rushing yards. They had 33. They finished with 33 attempts for 208. That should have been 40 attempts for 250, 260. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That's what that thing. And if you do that, because they they showed absolutely no abilities. Let's see, 33 attempts for 208. Yeah, that's better than five yards of carry. This is what I'm saying. 33 for 165 would give you five to carry. Mm-hmm. So you're well, you're well over that. So honestly, you run the ball more. Up here at six yards a carry, just about. You go in, you run the ball more. Players catch passes that hit them in their hands. They win this mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. But if you're running the ball effectively, when like because yeah, Hertz made some good throws that guys dropped down at the last drive of the game. But if you if you take the the ball the opportunity for the three interceptions that put you in the hole out of his hands by doing what's working and that they can't stop. We're not talking about Rager's drops on the last drive of the game. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about guys catching the ball because the ball should have never been in the air. You have a team that has an identity of having a limited passing game Mm -hmm. and a running game that's shown itself to be near unstoppable over the last four weeks. You run the ball until they force you to throw it. I know that's not sexy in today's NFL, but if you want to win games with this team, that's that's what you do. That's what works. That's what works. All right, so do the Eagles bounce back against the Jets? Can the Eagles bounce back against the Jets? Will the Eagles bounce back against the Jets? Should they? Yes. Can they? Yes. But if the Eagles come out and decide, oh, we're playing the Jets, this is another chance for us to let Hurts develop and throw it around again. We'll be having the same angry conversation next week that we're having right now. No, and, and then honestly, if that's the case, then we then I think that puts us back at square one with this coach. Whereas I think this coach has earned himself a level of benefit of the doubt because of the because of the adjustments that he he's made down the line. Whether or not this was all a part of, you know, some maniacal plan to figure things out with the quarterback, put that aside. Fact still remains that people were begging this man to run the ball. He starts running the ball. They start winning some games. Mm-hmm. He gets away from running the ball. They lose to a team that they should have beaten. Jalen Hurts threw the ball 31 times this game. He completed 14 of them. He had three interceptions 
a passer rating of 17.5. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm saying. Like, when you see, like, when you see he's struggling early and you mm-hmm. see your running game is getting you six yards a carry early, you and you and you only had you only gave up ten points going into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts should should finish this game with possibly seventeen to twenty passing attempts, not thirty one. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm, this is where I'm saying? Like we shouldn't even be having the conversation mm-hmm. about Rager's drops at the end of the game because if you run the ball the way you're capable of in the first half and all game long, you're probably in the lead. And then you could just keep running it and run it out down the stretch. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. So, at this point, all it's going to be a so long. So it depends on yeah, the Jets depends, game. Depends yeah, on Sirianni's game. Yeah, yeah. Because we're going to hear it all this week. If he comes out playing Smash Mouth football against the Jets, the Eagles should win. Yep. No. If he decides to, if he decides to put the ball in the air thirty times again. We'll be angry again. Yeah, we'll be angry again. We can't go into the bye week with a loss against the Jets and the Giants. Not with where this team had gotten itself back to in the previous weeks. Mm -hmm. You work yourself back into the playoff conversation, whether or not you think whether or not you think it's time for that aside. The fact still remains is when you when they throw up that board of teams that are in the hunt, the Eagles are on that list. Mm-hmm. You know that you know that is what it is. But you then you you force your way into that conversation because quite frankly, after that after that Oakland game, when nobody trying to talk about no playoffs, mm-hmm. they were talking about whether or not. Sirianni could finish the season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, time will tell. We will see. And we'll talk about it more later on this week on the Jonesy and Brown podcast as we look forward to next week against the Jets. Did you have a good did you have a good uh Thanksgiving weekend? I ate too much. That's, that's, there's no such thing as that. Stop saying it. That, that's a misnomer. There's no such thing as eating too much. Let, let me tell you. No, 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 there isn't. I ate a lot of turkey. Ate a lot of mac and cheese. Drank a lot of Jim Beam. Um, you know. Can, uh, can, can I say something? What's up, bro? Of course, of course you can say something. Turkey's overrated. No, it's not. Only people I'm not, say- and I'm, not, I'm not saying it's bad. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's overrated. It's not. Absolutely It's overrated. Not. No, turkey is not. Turkey is perfect. Turkey is Turkey is Tur- good. Turkey is perfect, especially if you know, especially if you got a wife or a mama or or or, or a grandmama or a big mama or old earth or a nana mm-hmm. or whatever. Whoever's cooking your turkey, if, you, if, if that person's cooking your turkey and they cooking it right, mm-hmm. turkey is perfect. Turkey okay. in the brown house is perfect. Let me ask you a question. What up, bro? Given your choice, in what situation would you choose to eat turkey over chicken? Thanksgiving. Christmas. Is that only because it's Thanksgiving or Christmas, or is it because you actually think it tastes better? Nah, 
Well, I, I will say this because Turkey is a little bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bigger bird. It's a bigger bird. So to me, you know, of course I'm a like like comparing turkey and chicken is like. They're birds. Uh, they're birds. I, I'm, I'm trying to. Give, I'm, bird, I'm, I'm trying to give you. A, I'm trying to give you a proper analogy. All right. Mm-hmm. It's the steady run game versus the big play long bomb offense. Yes, you love turkey. Is the long bomb? You know, throw all the way downfield. The big vertical. Turkey is four verticals. All right, you hit them. Th- mm-hmm. you, when you hit them passes, you getting big yards, you getting big points, exciting plays. That's what turkey is. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. What's, what's your favorite way to cook a turkey? You do the deep fried turkey, nah, I, I, traditional I, oven turkey. I, I have, I have had fried turkey. I personally and people in like in in the brown house, we we do not fry turkey. We just, we just haven't. Not not you, out of you know why. Cause you'd rather be frying chicken. Well, but if I had one of them, them turkey fryers or one of them things, I'm afraid of burning up my house. I, I'll put it to you that way. I, I see too many of the horror stories. That's why I just make sure it's not frozen. Well, that, you, either you're way, only gonna blow, you're only going to blow stuff up if it's frozen. Still. Now, I will say I smoke turkey. Mm-hmm. I did. It, I I smoked a turkey. You ever smoked chicken? Yes. Yes, and they're both awesome. Mm-hmm. They're both aw- they're they're they are both awesome. I smoked had a dinner party a couple of weeks ago, and I smoked a turkey. Smoked it all night long. Put it in put it in the smoker. So what you're telling me is you're feeding people, and I ain't get an invite. I see how it is. Mm-hmm. No, nope, that's it. I'm done. Well, look, man. Peace, people. Oh. Y'all have a good one. Uh, look, you know. We'll catch you later in the week on Josie Brown. We appreciate your time tonight. I got nothing. Uh, uh, all right. The Eagle well, stick. Yeah. All right. Well, look, look. There you have it. I got. I, I got to spend this week getting out the doghouse with my man. I, I, I got to. Uh, that's just apparently that's that's what's happening this week. Hey, you guys have a great week once again. Let us know what you think of this podcast. Hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at bitw sports. Or at Jonesy and Brown, download this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Just search Best in the World Sports. He's Mike Jones. Apparently, he's mad at me because he ain't getting no smoke I mean, turkey. I follow at Smoke Force One on social media. You didn't see the post? I, I smoke, see the post. You see the post? I see the food. Yeah, yeah. If you're on Instagram, follow Smoke Force One, and you can see all, all you know. You can see the smoked mac and cheese because smoked mac and cheese is lovely. You can see the smoked turkey. You can see the smoked chicken, the smoked ribs, whatever it is. If it's meat, I'ma smoke it. That's how we do it. But nonetheless, he's Jonesy. I'm Brown. Thank you guys for checking this out. Hopefully, the, the birds can bounce back and get a win next week. We're out, y'all. Peace. Peace. You feel on this podcast? To hear this and more, go to soundcloud.com slash B-I-T-W sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. You're listening to the Green Over Everything Podcast with Jonesy and my man Brown.